Hello and welcome to another episode, episode number three of... Yet Ooh, another boys. episode, imagine. <laughs> imagine! We promised it and here it is. Lucky number three. That's right. Uh, this is episode number three of Pool Boys Recommend, a podcast where three crusty boys recommend things, do them, and then review them. My name is Stuart. <laughs> My name's Chris. My name's Dave. I've noticed a pattern here, Stuart. There is a pattern. Huh? Hey, man, you gotta you got to have a system. And we are your certified pool boys. We're back with a new batch of recommendations. But first, it is time to rate and review last episode's recommendations. And okay. this week, we're going to start with me. We're going to start with me. Uh, so I remember uh, last week, Stuart, uh, I tasked you with... Uh, taking in uh, the novel Flatland yes. by someone whose middle name was twice. What happened with that? Yes, Ed- Edwin Abbott Abbott. Well, I did read Flatland, and, and I must admit, Dave, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought it was Ooh. a fantastic book. It, like, it really opened, opened me up to um, the ideas of like narrativizing mathematical concepts and uh Mm -hmm. it was just a it was actually a really Mm -hmm. interesting read um kind of like kind of like the little prince but for mathematicians um Mm. (laughs) in a weird way because it's like about this square right that goes that has a journey and goes from uh being living in two dimensions to sort of having visions of the first dimension and then uh actually experiencing the third dimension um however i did uh I did have a, a couple of, of issues with the book, but before before I get to that, um, I just want to. I, I did a bit. I'm of so confused right? already. I gotta say. I, I, yeah. Okay, so so it's about a square, right? And the he, stars for stars on this one's gonna be off the charts. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll see. I, I, I've, I've prepared. Okay. I've prepared a little. This this actually is a perfect recommendation to. Uh, show just how important my rating system actually is. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Yeah, because the. We'll get to it at the end, but there's there's quite a, a um, uh, what discrepancy between the stars. One does not necessarily reflect the other. This is so interesting, like because yeah. the way you said enjoy that you enjoyed it had a real asterisk to it. It was really in italics. Yeah, yeah. yes, I could yes. hear the and italics in your voice. Okay, kinda, I could hear you squint. Mm. <laughs> I, mm, yeah, actually, I, I should put my damn glasses on. Um, <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> Edwin Abbott Abbott. Let me just give you a breakdown of this guy, right? He was educated at the City of London School and at Cambridge, and he he studied the classics, mathematics, and theology. Right, and and I think later on in life he, he became a priest. Um, he also studied a thing. Have you guys ever heard of philology? Absolutely the, not. Theology. Philology. Yeah. Philology. So I didn't even know this. Uh, was yeah, a thing. yeah, 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 yeah. I actually have, but. I'm going to embarrass myself because I don't know what it is. The philosophy of lollies? Well, I, I imagine you're, it makes sense that you've heard it because you work in the education system, I guess. But philology mm-hmm. is, the, is, yes. the stu- is the study of language. I'm quite smart. <laughs> I know what philogamy is. <laughs> well, philo- philology. philology is the study of language in oral and written historical sources. And it is the intersection of textual criticism, literary criticism, history and linguistics. So it's just basically taking all of the humanitarians and putting them in like like the humanitarian subjects and just putting them in a big shaker and just making a big old martini out of them all. Um, But with a focus on like language. So I didn't even know that existed. So that was quite fun. 
he, he did quite a th- few things in his life. He published a, a book of the life of Francis Bacon. He, his oh, Shakespearean right, grammar Bacon. book is still a, a huge contributing factor to English philology, which uh, uh-huh. I'm still not certain is a discipline that Edwin Abbott Abbott didn't make up. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to make up the wheel, Stu. And that's, oh, that's true. Well, look, um, there's, a few, there's a few rough edges to Edwin Abbott Abbott's wheel. Um, oh, so a little breakdown of Flatland. This is sort of the description for those of you who haven't read it or are unfamiliar. Abbott's best known work is his mm-hmm. 1884 novella Flatland, a romance of many dimensions, which describes a two dimensional world and explores the nature of dimensions. It has often been categorized as science fiction, although it could more precisely be called mathematical fiction. Um, so that was great, Dave, because mm. I, I don't, I'm not a big maths person, as you know. So it was actually really interesting to read. Like it was an accessible way. Yeah, I just, I just heard you count down from ten, and it didn't go well. Stu, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I ask, have you read much mathematical fiction in the past? I can't say that I have. No, uh, pretty yeah. much none. The closest thing would be like philosophy books that I've read that deal with sort of theories of <laughs> the universe and how it came to be. But really, um, all the all the actual the actual quantum physics of that escapes me so this was actually a book where i could understand it um because it's told Mm. in like a literary sense it's actually a very clever book especially for the time that it was it's very cool actually yeah i I found it really really dense though it was really hard yeah um yeah it is dense i mean okay so this is this is my final response right um i've after reading the book i let it stew for a few days and Mm. I decided. As you want to do. Yeah. You let Stu every day, man. <laughs> hey, nice dude. Uh, I forget <laughs> that's my name sometimes. Um, wait. <laughs> damn it. Um, so, this is my letter that I've written to um, Edwin A. Abbott. <clears throat> oh. Dear Edwin Abbott Abbott, I have just read your book and I'm thrilled to say that I found it immensely compelling. Your narrativization of a square in two-dimensional space and the interdimensional journey that ensues is deft and succinctly told. I have but one minor issue with your final draft. You have presented your book as a book of two halves. You have part one, this world, where you describe the life of a square in two dimensions, along with all the social interplays, greetings, customs, etc. And part two, other worlds, where the square has visions and encounters with one-dimensional and three-dimensional beings. I would propose, however, that your book could be split into three sections. The the third section, of course, being the rampant and all-pervasive sexism throughout the entire book. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel... I feel that if you were to remove every third sentence and place them into a series of paragraphs, it would compile an entire third chapter, which you could entitle How Stupid Women Are in All Three Dimensions. (laughs) I do not mean to discourage. I I truly enjoyed the parts of your book that focused on dimensions, especially the staggering implications that other beings might exist in unperceivable planes of existence. But I am shocked, astonished, and rudely impressed with your ability to stuff so much unfiltered sexism into a 150-page <laughs> maths book. <laughs> a textbook. I did not see this turn coming. I just want you to know, I didn't recommend this book because I wanted you to <laughs> become a little bit more sexy, just so you know. <laughs> All good. No, no, it hasn't, it hasn't rubbed off me. It actually, it, was, it just stuck out like a sore thumb. It was so weird. Okay, end of the letter. I do, however, give grace for the fact that I, writing to you from the year 2020, have a very different conception of the world at large and especially that of gender and morality. I can scarcely blame you personally for the socio-dynamics 
of your time in history. I, re I regret to inform you, however, that your submission has not been successful. I hope to hear from you in the future and encourage you to resubmit a revised copy of your work for publication at Pool Boys Press Limited. <laughs> P.S. Why is the tagline a romance of many dimensions? Your protagonist is a misogynist square. It's yeah. not a romance. Stop it. Sincerely, Stuart Owen Owen. Wow. Well done. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice little touch on the end there. I really uh, like that. Yeah. I did not expect, as the one person here that hasn't read this, I did not expect a book about shapes to be sexist. Are there any quotes or anything? How does yeah, this there are. What do you mean? There's actually, there's so many that so it's, it's actually basically hard to it pick. describes like a kind of allegory to Victorian England, right? Kind of. So yes. a lot of the attitudes are the same. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. However, like yes, the attitudes are similar. As a matter of fact, in a, in a lot of cases, I think they're probably worse. Like they literally sacrifice children in these in this two dimensional area when they have like irregular edges to to keep the line of geometric shapes pure. Um, right. And yeah. also, like there are so many quotes that it's just impossible to go through them all. Like you could, they really stick out because it's like, hey, here's some interesting maths concepts. Here's what would happen if a two dimensional thing like might try to perceive a third dimensional place. Also, when I got back mm. from the third dimension, I decided not to tell my wife because she wouldn't understand because she's so fucking dumb. It's the uh, shit. It's, <laughs> he's just like. So wait. Ah, uh, glue. <sighs> Is the, sorry, is the idea that like squares are men and circles are women? Is that the bit? No, circle. No, okay, so like... women are actually straight lines and all the other shapes oh. are men. But the thing is, I actually don't have an issue with the females in, in this two-dimensional world being a straight line. It actually makes sense to me because every time they sort of breed, they create a new geometric shape with an extra line. So it sort of makes some sort of sense that, you know, when a, a male, in quotation marks, a male shape, like you know, makes a baby with a female, which is a line, it makes sense that an extra line would come about. That's not my problem. My problem is, like, this guy, I know he lives in the Victorian times and there's a lot of sexism going about, but he literally created a whole other world inside his head and decided to make it have exactly and all the same problems of his current world. Like, it just, it, it had nothing to do with <laughs> maths for me, and I feel like it was just his, um, his own opinions on, on women in, intruding well, on his cut. text. Can I just say, this is so surprising. Who would have thought the guy that created maths fiction wasn't good with women? Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Imagine that. Fuck. Oh, man. I'm so surprised. I, I think this he, furious little nerd. He felt that singer all the way back through time. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That yeah, that one. burns. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was my experience of the book. Um, I'll tell you what, Dave, though, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I did enjoy it. I, I mean, I recommended it for the bit that was enjoyable and not the bit that was hateful. Yes, of course. Of course. I know. I know. Um, so I'm going to, I'm actually going to give it a nice uh, seven for experience because the experience itself was me waking up and reading every day and I haven't read in a while. So thanks for that, Dave. Um, mm, yeah, no getting worries. me back into reading. Um, so yeah, seven stars for experience. And then for spiritual growth, mm -hmm. Davey. 10 out of 10. Wow. It's suddenly become a competition. <laughs> <laughs> but like even, um, even despite the rampant sexism, it was a really interesting read. And even the sexism in the book itself got me thinking about, you know, our world and like the, the influence on literature and culture and that kind of thing that, that we currently have in that sphere. And so just the experience all around was very spiritually stimulating. So thanks for that. 
the book yeah. itself, um, if, he ever, if he gets back to me, to my letter, and sends me a, a revised copy, I'll reconsider giving it more stars. Uh, but for okay. stars, it's, it's getting two. It's getting two stars. Ooh. As a book, mm, two, two stars. stars, stars. Two stars. I mean, nice. when he understands that concept, like we don't, I'm sure he'll be very hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got two stars out of stars. That's hey, man, he's a math like... whiz. I think he can put 30 stars together. I'm pretty sure he can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much, Dave. Uh, great great right. stuff, Stu. Yeah. Right on. That was good, Stu. Right. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, awesome. Moving along to our next recommendation, Dave, last <laughs> week I recommended that you create a brand new cocktail. From yep. scratch, and right. with the uh, with the addition that it had to include a secret ingredient that wouldn't usually be included in a cocktail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How'd you go? So basically, um, we're in quarantine. Um, there's been a lot of um, jokes about like the quarantini, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I cast of creating this brand new cocktail mm-hmm. uh, to have a secret ingredient in it. Um, so what I set out to do is basically is is um, give you the experience of what it's like to be out. Uh, and order a cocktail at a bar. Right? Okay. This is what I wanted to try and do, okay? But first of all, we're going to take a step back. We're going to take a bit of a history lesson here. Okay. Um, so basically that means that I'm about to get very sexist. No. It's <laughs> a goof. Um, basically uh, there's two there's two main things that qualify me um, to be doing this as a specific challenge. Uh, the first one is that I've had a lot of experience with cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the second one is that um, making cocktails is fucking easy. So it's not <laughs> impressive and anyone can do it. All right. Okay. Um, the first thing, okay, so... The thing about cocktails, um, the first thing is that historically, when we're talking about choosing liqueurs and stuff, there's there's like three kind of different types um, of liqueurs slash cocktails, right? Some cocktails are so easy that it's just like a liqueur and ice, like that that still counts as a cocktail. So it is it is very easy. The first type is an aperitif, right? Okay. So before yeah. dinner, this is what that what this is for. It's, it normally means it's bitter uh, and it's not sweet, so so it doesn't spoil your appetite, right? So um, one of the most the famous. Ones of these is uh, probably the Aperol Spritz yeah, uh, or right. the Negroni is a, is a big one. Yeah. Um, the second type is the uh, digestive, digestif, uh-huh. uh, which is for after dinner. It's to, designed to make you uh, digest better. Uh-huh. Um, it's often really high alcohol. Um, it can be sweet. Also, um, often liqueur will have a, a lot of like, you know, herbal ingredients designed to help you, you know, digest. Um, the most famous of these liqueurs is probably absinthe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most famous cocktail of that with absinthe is called the Sazerac. Okay. Um, there's also um, a neat little uh, digestive that I know of called the Flaming Steve. The Ooh. Flaming Steve. Uh, which is basically the house specialty of this pub in Bathurst. Um, yeah. I is it, it, is it dispensed by a flaming guy called Steve? <laughs> no, well, I'll, t- I'll teach, I'll teach you how to make your it. Drink. <laughs> There's three steps, all right? There's three steps to do this, right? Yeah. The first one, step one, get a shot of like ouzo or absinthe, something like super, super high in alcohol, right? And you're basically going to set it on fire. That's the first one. It has to be above 60%-ish for it to actually burn. Uh-huh. So, um, And what does that do, Dave, just if you can explain quickly? So basically what happens is um, when, you, when you set it on fire, it, like the, the alcohol is obviously the thing that's burning um, and it does actually partially, um, you know, it evaporates the alcohol some, right? Yeah. So to stop that, you know, because you don't want to lose the alcohol, what's the point? You put your hand, this is step two. Step two, you put your hand over the top, right? Mm. You kind of slide it so your fingers are over the thing. It's just so it like puts the flame out, right? That's the most important part. And then what you got to do is you got to kind of open up your fingers 
and breathe in all the alcohol fumes, <laughs> right? Oh, and breathing it in is just so that you don't waste any. Is that basically it? Exactly, right, yeah. Oh, okay. um, and step three, um, this, is, this is easily the hardest step. Um, it's resisting arrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is fascinating. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. know that, that cocktails were such a, um, like, had been integrated into, like, nutritional quality, you know? Mm. Yeah, well, they weren't called cocktails back then. And, and like, I mean, they were liqueurs. They were called medicine. Or, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny you say that because the third type, right? Yeah, uh, the third type is called curative, right? Which is my favorite type for sure. Mm. Uh, it's basically alcohol that's made of stuff that everyone like it kind of agrees, kind of tastes like dog shit mostly. Okay. Um, and but people believe that it has medicinal properties, right? So, right. so it's, it's it is literally what's left of the time when you could buy potions. Oh. oh. And like tinctures <laughs> and yeah, yeah, like all that shit, right? It's it's literally what's left over from that. And now all we've got left is VB. Tastes like shit. It's, it's Jager, Jager bombs, yeah. It's one, it's one potion and it makes you maggot. <laughs> it turned me into a maggot. Uh, um, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just it's it's always just like weird shit as well. Um, it's like some fucking like Swiss farmer just like invented a drink. Like, you know, he just got like some like, you know, fermented some leather and gold flakes and, and that's what it is. And now it's a medicine. You have that, right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of decided what we knew what medicine was and we stopped doing that. So now it's just a drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's the case for a lot of a lot of drinks. Like Coca-Cola, I think, was originally trying trying to flog itself as a medicine. Yeah, I think it was a patent medicine. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know what patent medicine is? Uh, no, it's essentially no? like snake oil, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's exactly like that. So yeah. it'll be something like, you know, like Dr. Well, I mean, Dr. Jerd's jungle juice. It springs to mind. But it's like, you know, like this will give you, this will make your hair come back. Or like this will like cure your ass or your fucking gout, you know, just pour this like acid on your foot or whatever, right? Okay. God. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of these kind of curatives kind of, they have a, they're linked to like a national identity um, mm-hmm. and they still exist just because people like want to subscribe to that national identity. Uh, and they won't admit that it sucks. Right, right, yeah, wow. Um, and like Jägermeister is one of them. Um, I, mm. I actually really like Jägermeister now um, because of a friend of ours who was from Switzerland who just fucking loved it and I just got really into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah great. So that's that's the first thing that you wanted to know. I thought that was a little bit a little bit of fun. I actually had yeah, a, a bit of history. Yeah, I had a, a really hard time, um, you know, deciding what I was going to do for yeah. this, you know. Um, so this is what I'm going to do. I've sent you both a word document. Each one. Yeah. Of you one. Ooh. Yep. Look at this. Cocktail, that's cocktail bingo. Cocktail, it's called cocktail bingo. bingo. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the uh, the experience of being at a trendy bar. Ah. Okay? okay. So Stuart, this is this is kind of where you uh, kind of where you uh, would put in put in some music probably. Some little okay. jazz, some smooth jazz. Okay, so basically a lot of these, so I think the half of the half of the experience of being a cocktail bar isn't just drinking the cocktail itself. It's also having a conversation with the bartender. Um, so basically, I guess it, it, it's like bingo the way you would expect. You're trying to get a line or a row or a diagonal or whatever. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, this is awesome. Through this conversation that we're going to have here. Hell yeah. You know, you guys can kind of walk in and I'll, and I'll start my thing. Okay. Um, ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. It's a little, <laughs> into the bell. Uh, hello. Yeah, hey guys, welcome to Thickness. Cool. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Welcome to Thickness. That's this, this cocktail bar that we're This cocktail bar's called Thickness. Yeah. Yeah, my name yeah is we've heard, we heard of it. Moody you in. What moody I'm, I'm going to leave this cocktail bar now. Thank you. Thank no, you for your no, time. Come on, mate. I'm Chris. locked the doors. I'm Damien. Chris, it's my birthday, and this is the place where <laughs> I wanted to come. 
I read about it on I read about it on a on a listicle. God. That's right. Yeah, man. Stu, you spend way too much time at thickness, I think. Hey, so what are you guys? What are you guys feeling? What are you guys about? What do you guys do? What's your vibe? What's oh. your What's your aura, guys? Uh, my aura. Thanks for so asking. My aura is indigo, and I would like some craft beer. Thank you very much. We're at a cocktail bar. Steve. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, mate, I can't help you with that. You've dragged me here against my will. You know, I'm looking at you, and it's your, and it's your birthday, and I, I think I've got some. You know what? I think I've got something here. I'm going to mix it up for you. I've never made it before. I'm just going to make it just for you. All right? Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks, man. That sucks. All right. So the first step here, you know, guys, is I'm going to get I'm going to get this these uh, macerated mandarin. Oh, uh, bingo and axe deep. Oh yeah, shit! Man, yeah. We're playing. I got, oh. I, got, I got one on axe deep. Playing. All right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna muddle these macerated. Um, uh, Mandarins here. I de-skinned them myself. I, oh. I bought. I brought these mandarins into the world, bro. I'm just gonna. And I've, and I've soaked them for like three days in uh, sugar and uh, vanilla. So I'm just gonna give them a little, a little pound here. Okay, I've got two. Overtly tries to be cooler than you from before, and bartender won't let you order what you want. That's great. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, you guys really seem cool. What are you guys about? What's happening? Oh, what am I? What do you mean? Yeah, I think it speaks for itself, man. It's a pretty simple question. So hey, hey, bar dude, this, I just you know what? This ask... takes forever. That's another one I could tick off. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna tick off. This takes forever. Also, um, are you are you what's that? Are you muddling something over there? Yeah, man, muddling. I'm muddling it, man. Okay, I've got I got bingo on the won't stop muddling one thing. <laughs> well done. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, has a beard. That oh, one has right. definitely. How about a, you know what, guys? I'm just gonna give this one a little. Oh! oh. Smack herbs, oh. that's one. Smack herbs. Oh, smack a herb! Okay, okay, yeah. Gotta smack that baby, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, nice. Hey, nice, uh, nice. sorry, sorry, cool. Damien, what's the name of this cocktail? Uh, yeah, it's it's called uh, it's called the the wasp's nest, mate. <laughs> the, the wasp's nest. The wasp's nest. Cocktail has a theatrical name, ticking that one off. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that is a good one. All right. So basically what I've done here, guys, is I've, I've taken the mandarin, my macerated mandarin, I've taken my mint and I've, and I've slapped my mint and I've put it in put it in this and then I've muddled it. Yeah, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to move on to phase two, cool. all right? How are we traveling, Space Rangers? Yeah. We're feeling good? having a great birthday. Thanks, man. It's really nice. I hate this so much. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be your next birthday by the time I finish this, <laughs> that's, baby. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. Okay, thanks for having me. I'm going to go into my little box of tricks here. You know what I've got here, champ? You know what I've got here? Strainer. Strainer, that's one. Oh, strainer. That's strainer right here, mate. And I'm straining it right out of a jar. And this is... This is... This is uh, from... um, It's tequila. Oh. It's tequila, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know this one. Would you call that that thing under the strainer a stupid pour thingy? Yeah, man. I mean, nah, nah. That's just called a cup, bro. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a cup thing, man. I'm just going to yeah. take stupid Yeah, I think you're looking for one of these bad boys, a little spigot here on top of this ginger beer that I've got. A spigot. Yeah, mate. Yeah, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm going to tick off way too into it. That's. I think that's why. Right, yeah, guys. I've already ticked yeah, that one off. Just, I'm just looking for really one more. Good. Wait, what are, you, what are you muddling right now? Oh, I'm just. I've just got this. Um, this tequila, and and I've I've, I've steeped it in raspberries. Um, for for about five days, man. And you know, this tequila is really special. It's called La Rojena. La Rojena. Yeah, it's Mexican for tequila. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> 
Alright, so how about I'll get I'll get I'm gonna get this um I'm gonna get this show on the road. Let me just I'm gonna leave you for one second, right? Just gonna go let you ice. marinate in the bar for a sec. Oh god. Oh no. Is this how long ago did we order this drink, Chris? Maybe you were right. I don't know if we should have come here. <laughs> we went to a bar called Thickness, man. What the, what were you thinking? I don't know. I mean the drink's just sitting there half finished on the table. Should we just should we just go or should we wait? Should we just drink? Oh he's coming back, he's coming back. He's coming back. Bartending's my style, it's my vibe, but um, you know, it's not what I like to do. What I love to do is travel. I love to travel, man, and you know, that's I just I'm just looking to get 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 out there again. You know, that's all I really want. Yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. Sorry, hey. Tammy, what are you putting in there? That what's that? Mate, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I will tell you. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, crop, it's crop it's Kropnikas. Krupnikus, yeah, K-R-U-P-N-I-K-A-S, and it's from Lithuania, champion. What? Lithuania? Yeah, Bottle of something yeah. that you don't know what it is, there's it's one. from Lithuania, dog. Yeah, how you feeling? How you going? I can't wait to... I wish I owned a car. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I'm, I'm looking for one last thing, two last things, and then I'll have bingo. It's so annoying. Yeah, mate. Yeah, aren't we all just looking for one last thing, hey? I've got this um, orange here, actually. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just put some of the, some of the fucking, um, but it's not ripe, so it's kind of pretty sour and gross. Oh, but, something edible that sucks to eat. Bingo! Yeah. Oh, oh no, that's nice, bro. That's nice. Well yeah. done, Stu. Well done. Thanks yes. for coming, guys. It's been. It's been really good, and I'm, I'm not just—I'm not done here. So you're not actually going to escape my cocktail prison right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna actually put this in in my shaker here. Actually, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go for it, eh? What do you reckon? Oh, oh, oh nice. One of my favourite things about Kropnikers, apart from the fact that it's from Lithuania, is that it's got a fucking B on it. It's got a fucking B. You're like right on it. You know? Oh, shake, shake, shake. <laughs> Oh, man. Right, and it tastes a bit like honey. All right, yeah, so now what I'm going to do is I'm just going to fucking put this, like, right into this fucking, um, right into this little chalice right here. <clears throat> oh, my God, a mortar and pestle? Yeah, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to whop this right into the, into that what thing right there. What are you what the doing? Hell, man? Yeah, 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 it's really... So you just, sorry, for those listening, you, you just poured the liquid into the mortar and pestle. It was generally used for, uh, you know... Yeah, I just gotta yeah, make sure. Solids. I just gotta grind this cocktail up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a joke. Is it? Are there like basil leaves in there or something? Why the mortar and pestle? Now I'm putting some ginger beer in it. Really? Oh, actually, yeah. that sounds amazing. It's got one of those fancy pourers. Yeah, mate. Yeah, and then I'm gonna put a little bit of a garnish in it. I'm gonna put a little bit of a garnish. What do you reckon? Okay. Yeah, sounds great. I'd just like this, to drink it. I'm gonna put these dehydrated mandarins in. Dehydrated, of course. Dehy dehydrated raspberry in. What? And I'm also going to put in my little secret ingredient <gasps> here. What is it? Oh. What is it? I've got, I've got a little. Um, is that a? Oh, is that a hibiscus? It's a hibiscus flower champion. Oh go wow! Yeah. That's a um, great secret ingredient. It sticks That's out like it. a sore thumb, but it's a great secret yeah. ingredient. And it's called a wasp's nest because it has a bee on the front, and I initially I thought it was a wasp and not a bee. Anyway, thanks, thanks for coming to my Amazing, day. wow. Pleasure. <laughs> no, thanks, Damo. Wow. Amazing stuff, wow. That's awesome. So, hold on, it's served in the mortar and pestle? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's an expensive business plan. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Well, you know, the deepest fucking, the deepest 
and heaviest vessel of all is it is your heart. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh Damo, who hurt you? <laughs> this one chick in Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever wanted Dave back more. Yeah. Well, well oh, done, boys. man. You've created a cocktail from scratch. Yeah. yeah That's a taste. Um, I'll give it a shot. I've never fucking had it before. Here we go. Fucking delicious, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought this was going to be... I, I kind of came up with this. I, was still, I thought it was going to be crap. I wanted to get something specifically that I didn't know what it was. So I just kind of like just went to fucking hog wild in like the in the um, other section of the Dan Murphys. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and I just came back with this gold. So I'm stoked about it. Well done, man. Well done. Yeah, good yeah, stuff. Thanks. That's great. Uh, how do you rate it, man? All right. I mean, I was expecting it to do a bit lower, but I'm going to go for fucking 70. Wow. Okay. 70. Okay. It's up there. It's up there. Yep. Good stuff, yep. man. Awesome. That's great. I'm stoked about this. I wish you guys could taste it. Yeah. yeah. I wish you could too. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Once we're allowed back outside, we'll come around and we'll have some, some uh, wasps' nests. Is that what they're called? Wasps' nests. Wasp's nest, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Try one at home. We'll put the ingredient up online. Yeah, we will. And I would love to put up this bingo. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. I guess that leaves lucky last, huh? It certainly does. So last episode, Chris, I challenged you to freeball to go complete commando for at least three days so you get a real strong sense for it. How did you go, uh, Chris? I kind of wish I didn't go last because I feel like, you know... She was just talking about this really cool book. It's really thoughtful, like thought-provoking book. Dave just yep. gave us like a history lesson on cocktails, and I'm just talking. Are you going to give us a history lesson on your cock? <laughs> <laughs> I I have not thought about undies this much ever. Ah. Except except maybe except maybe that time I graduated to boxer briefs. I think that's a, that's a very important time in anyone's it's, life. It's oh yeah, an important moment in any man's life. Yeah. It is. It's, it's really a rite is. of passage because honestly, it? fuck the rest of them. <laughs> fuck um, any other option. So, <laughs> uh, look, I was I was really nervous going in. I was really yep. nervous going in. Yeah. I think I was most nervous that I might enjoy it. Oh, what I was what I was most nervous about. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a beat by beat. I'll give you a beat by beat. All right. I'll break the whole thing down. Great. So okay. I wake up on the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wake up on the first day, get out of bed and get dressed. I reach for the undie jaw. No, 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 no. Won't, no, no, no. won't be needing that today. <laughs> oh, stay that hand, uh-huh. boy. This, this is when I make my first major discovery of this whole experiment. Mm-hmm. I reckon it took me literally half the time to get dressed. Really? What? Now that doesn't really make any sense, but I I reckon getting dressed was just so much quicker. It was just like bing bang boom. Or it was just bing boom. It was just the two things. So I was just like boom bang. <laughs> wow. And I was ready you, to go. That's amazing. You're shaving time off your, your speed run of life. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, mate. Have you got a twitch? <laughs> no, I do not. Now that you and I will know. <laughs> got a twitch because you caught your balls in your fucking zipper. I think I think for this partic- this kind of content you'd need like a fans only account. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> It's going to get blue. It's going to, it's going to get blue. It's going to get blue quick. All right. Okay. So the second thing I did was go to the bathroom. I just gotten up. So I go to the mm. bathroom, right? And like even from the walk from my dresser to the bathroom, there's just a certain freedom about the whole thing. Oh. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, there is. There's just a bit of a breeze. <laughs> I'm just, I like, I quite enjoyed it right off the bat. Like, it's there's just, just this ambient sense of like driving across country on a motorcycle. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, free is in the name Easy rider Yeah it's true I, I, 
it's like, it's like a dirty little secret, you know? Instantly, yeah. I thought I was having a dirty little secret. <laughs> um, I mean, it's so not a secret. Bathroom. You're putting it on broadcast media. That is true. That is true. Uh, I would go to the bathroom. I'm only one little bit of fabric away. You know, it was just, I was right there. It's so easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're about to come up against the first challenge. Yeah. Did you get caught in the front door? The first trial. <laughs> now, listen, I think a lot of people listening to this would be familiar with the idea that when a man has to go to the bathroom, Afterwards, he has to do it. He has to shake. Yes, let's do a bit of a shake. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, yeah, get the get the little jelly bits off. And now sometimes, sometimes you pay more attention and are more attentive sometimes than <laughs> others. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I was feeling free. I was feeling cruisy. You know, a I was bit feeling too relaxed. relaxed. And so, you know, I finished my business. I go to wash my hands. I look down. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> And it looks like I pissed myself. <laughs> because I did. You didn't. It doesn't look like it. You did it. Yeah, man. You got. Like you got to be extra careful. Yeah, with, with great freedom comes great responsibility. It's uh, it's a tough world, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was about twenty seconds into this challenge, and I had to get a new pair of shorts. Essentially. Oh man. <laughs> it, was good. it was so. So obvious. you didn't go to the bathroom the rest of the time, right? No, no. I've been holding it until now. Look, so we're in isolation. So for most of the morning, I'm just sitting around doing nothing. Like I'm just doing nothing. And it's actually, it's quite nice. I'm just sitting around. It's like I'm in my pajamas, you know. I'm just sitting around watching movies, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. Uh, Then things got a little more interesting because me and Bella uh, did a workout. We just did some exercising. Uh, So I put my basketball shorts on. And (laughs) I felt like I was on display. Oh, they're they're notoriously breezy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like we're doing all these different workouts, me and Bella, and like she knew about the whole challenge thing, so she's like trying to sneak a peek the whole time, and I felt so violated. <laughs> I felt so <laughs> violated. I felt like what most women probably feel like at every gym in the world. What a progressive episode, huh? I know, right? We are. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah. still. I'm just eating, <laughs> podcasting at the same time. No, no. <laughs> oh, actually, I got a bit of a theory about the whole workout thing, right? Yeah. Because I was mm. doing the workout. And then the next day, because I was doing deadlifts and stuff like that, and the next day, I feel like my like ass muscles were sore than they'd usually be. Mm-hmm. And I sort of I sort of said this to Bella. I'm like, maybe it's because I wasn't wearing my undies that would give me some extra level of support there. Do you think they jumped up and down a bit too much and stretched out? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Got one of those long bums now. But do you re- do you reckon, Chris, that because maybe rather than that extra support from the underpants, it was because you were free of underpants and you were like. You were just like, you know, dangling in the wind and going full berserker mode and you were just able to push yourself harder. Wow. Yeah, yeah maybe. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> okay, no. fair enough. The next day I was roaming around. I was roaming around. I was getting really used to the idea and I was sort of just thinking like, like why do we ever wear underwear? <laughs> You're about to discover wow. why we ever? I'm just wondering. I was really getting to that mode. I was really getting to that mindset. Like, Nice, man. You know what? The, like, the, the McConaughey zone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I wasn't, I wasn't loving it, but I was sort of getting around to the idea. Like, I don't really understand why this is such a compulsory thing. Uh, and then apart from the fact happened. that you piss yourself, <laughs> yeah. you're walking around in these pissy jeans. You're like, why do I even bother? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there's that. If you want, if you want a cure to being objectified, just piss yourself as well. It's a good. It's kind of it's it's it's, it's own reward. <laughs> I was I was wondering. I was wondering why we wear underpants, and I did something 
which I've been really enjoying doing during isolation, that gave me that answer. I went for a bike ride. It was the most intimate bike ride of my life. <laughs> I know what underwear gives you, and it's one word, security. <laughs> Confidence. <laughs> Confidence to go around. Um, it's a, it's a, you feel how women feel in yogurt commercials. <laughs> exactly. So, Chris, do you reckon you impacted the bike seat more, or do you reckon the bike seat impacted you more? Uh, I think we met somewhere in the middle. It's <laughs> fucking <laughs> a nasty fusing, a welding of skin and metal, a yeah, cyborg, if you will. Yeah, thanks for ignoring <laughs> the bite seat sticking out of my ass, guys. It's really kind of you, actually. Yeah. I think that's why Robocop has such a penchant for shooting people in the dick. Oh. <laughs> what? You know when you say a joke and you just thought about it way too much? There's so many, so many levels down. Did Robocop used to be a bike or something? Robocop, okay, fuck. Do you want me to go through the active Robocop? Matty, are you, are you enjoying that cocktail? Because it sounds like you are. <laughs> Open it. A city, Detroit, 2020. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Robocop, fuck. Robocop, 2020. Did you sit down? I'm going to do the entire script of Robocop. You've lost your mind. All right. <laughs> One little wasp's nest and uh, you're gone. I, That's I it. I might have fucking lost my mind, but at least I wore underpants every night. Every well, night. okay, okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Stu, this does this does make me wonder. Like, how often do you wear underpants? Like, oh, why did like, you? What came? Every, of, why, every, why did you think of this idea exactly? Well, I just imagined that you'd never done it, and I wanted you to experience it. I recommend <laughs> it. And um, yeah, I suppose. And and like, what I, quali- can I ask? Sorry, just drilling down into that. What quality about Chris made you think he'd never done it? Um, oh, you, <laughs> huh? you know, the, the general uh, attitude of a 60-year-old mother in a 20-something-year-old man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. That's a, Disgusting. That's, that sucks. All right. How dare you? How dare I the both so mean, I, I never goaded you into saying that. I, love I just joked about a bike seat being up my ass. How dare you? <laughs> you know I love you, buddy. All right. Hey, man, when you're 60 years old, the sex gets old. I get it. Listen... <laughs> Listen, so we, we agreed to three days. We agreed to three days. Oh, no did you surpass three days? We agreed to three days. So I did my three days. Three days came and went. And I was like, you know yes. what? I'm just going to see how long I can go. Whoa. See how long I can go. I, did, I didn't ride my bike again. Are you wearing underpants right now, Chris? I am wearing underpants right now. Okay, shit, fuck, okay. Third day Doing came fucking, and went. Okay. Fourth day. You just did the fucking Eddie Maguire on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire wait there. I did, it? I did. Fourth day came and went. Get to the night of the fifth day. Yeah. I put on some blue jeans, treat myself, you know. Oh, yeah. Piss them. See my girlfriend all the time, you know. Treat, yeah, treat, treat all of us to some blue jeans. Yep. And I'm standing there, I'm cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. And I just look at Bella, my, my uh, adored girlfriend. And I just say, I just am so sick of being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and I just go and I put undies on. And I put my blue jeans back uh, on, mate. and I breathe a sigh of relief. Yes, fuck, I have to give this to you, Chris. When you give, when you issue a challenge like this, you fucking commit. You Thanks, know? Mate. you do. I really, Thanks, I really respect that about you. Yes, oh, well man. done, Chris. Well it's done. Like, and and I totally Thanks, understand Chris. you. In my in my experience of freeballing, it's it's like anything that's good. Too much of a good thing sours, and then you you start to like. You're right. Start to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah. I think I'm going to do it more often now. Yeah, cool. Maybe once a month or something like that. I might not, you know. Shake it up. Ah. Yeah, nice. Just keep the 15th. Just be like, it's 15th. It's no undies day. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I like that. This is, this is a success in my mind. So, so Chris, how did, you, how did you rate it? Well, uh, as we've said, I'm a really, I'm, a, I'm an up and down man. 
Yeah, I'm a basic man. Yeah, none of this side to side business. I don't, I don't want for much. Uh, so my my rating system is out of two stars. Yep. Uh, Wait, is, it, is it stars now? That's new. Yeah, it's stars. Oh shit! I just fucking burped in the middle of that. <laughs> Back to the mortar and pestle, man. Uh, I'm giving this one one star. Oh, okay. I'm giving it one. Yep. Yeah. Solid. I had some negatives, had some positives. Solid. I enjoyed my. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed some of it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay, one star. great. That's fantastic. Yes, yeah. nice, dude. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Right down the middle. All right. Well, should we all take our underpants off and watch a bit of a family movie? Oh my god, we still have this awesome, I love this bit. Yeah, let's do it, yeah. A family movie night, we eat junk food, we watch 10 seconds and we don't get sued. <laughs> yes. And you promised yourself you'd change your ways, but here's Thursday with a throwback craze. Latest throwback craze. Latest throwback craze. Uh, now, if you're listening to this and this is your first episode of Pool Boys Recommend, every episode we watch... 10 seconds of Home Alone, and by the end of lots and lots of episodes, I think we figured out it's about 22 and a half years, we will have watched the entirety <laughs> of Home Alone. So without further ado, here is the next 10 seconds of Home Alone. Okay, here we go. Some major players came into play so, this week. Yeah. So we've seen, uh, revealed. we've seen two names yeah. come up on the title cards. Macaulay Culkin and Joe twist. Pesci. Hell yeah. So it's a buddy comedy? What's uh, what's going to happen next? I don't what are they going to do? Is it is like a kid and he's a cop? I don't even know. Who is this Joe Pesci? And what's he got to do with this Macaulay Culkin character? <laughs> what's he got to do with it? But there's the, my favourite thing of this viewing is that on this last frame of the 30th second of the film, there's like a little cloud. There's like a cloud coming into focus. Or yeah, something. yeah, we've actually we've seen the scene, the first part of the movie. We have. It's a little white <laughs> dot just above Joe Pesci's name. It's the first visual. Yeah, amazing. Uh, is it a metaphor for something? Uh, well, yeah, because usually there's a big black mark next to Joe Pesci's name, but what does the white mark mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know, breaking the movie down like this, we're really going to re- be able to delve into this, you know? Really yeah. Really get all these. Oh, we're going to do a deep out. Home Alone dive. It's going to be great. Mm. It's as deep as it gets, really. All righty, guys. Well, that was Family Movie Night. Bow. <laughs> all right, with Family Movie Night done, uh, I think it is time for us to dish out our next batch of recommendations. But um, I am going to take the lead on the recommendations for next episode. Dave, okay. mm. my recommendation for you is a very simple one. And I actually, this is, it's a little bit selfish. I just want to peer inside your crazy imagination. So okay. I'm going to recommend that you keep a dream journal. Oh, a dream journal. Yeah, so like every That's morning, nice. just wake up. If you remember anything, write it down. Like try to remember. <laughs> well, apparently the, the scientists say you're actually getting more dreams now. Like during this whole isolation thing, just because there's like less happening and there's a little less stress and stuff like that. So Your brain's a bit. Yeah, it's more. It gets more imaginative. Ah. Wow. Dreams. People are wow, dreaming. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. This is a great recommend. I'm really stoked about that. Cool. Chris, um, listen. Uh huh. I love you as a mate. I think you're a good bloke. I think that you very. You've got fortitude about you, and that's why I think you can withstand this recommendation. Okay. Christopher Hayslip. Yep. I want you. To unironically, no, unapologetically, create a fursona. Oh, Wait, what? A fursona? As in like a furry? A f- yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. What, you, what is that? <laughs> 
So what? furries, you know what a furry is? Yeah. Whoa. It's so people. It's like they they have an animal uh, self, right? No. It's mostly sexual, I will say, <sighs> if not completely. Okay. And there's steps, and you have to like people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on these suits mm-hmm. to be animals. I'm not. I'm not Man. telling you you have to do that. But what oh, I want you to do, God, just put aside all of your everything in your brain that's telling you that it's wrong, and I want you to unironically create a fursona. There's steps online. You can really? find them. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! This oh, is amazing. God, Chris, <laughs> you thought free balling was was hard. I, the car was just <laughs> idling, baby. I really wanted to give this to Stu actually, but I just I didn't have a good one this week. Sorry, what? mate. <laughs> 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 If I have to buy like a big fucking furry suit, I'm no, done. No, 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 no. I'm done. No, no. What I want you to, what I want to know, is I want to. You have to give it because there's a name. You have to give it a name. Oh. You have to pick what animal it is. <laughs> and I think that there's like another bit where you have to talk about what it's like, what they're like, because they're oh. different to you, right? Oh, this Chris, sucks. you're getting the rough end of the stick a bit <laughs> on this show. <laughs> so yeah, look, Chris. I know. I know you are. I know you are. And, and I, I welcome the next one. <laughs> Far out. Far out. Okay. All well, to right. be fair, I could have I could have made you read a book, which I know you would have hated just yeah, as much. Yeah, I would have actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, okay. Uh, well, Stuart, yes. I actually have a recommendation for you too, mate. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, what's, what's going on? You see, Stu, we, uh, we live in scary times. That's we right. We do. And um, I want to make these scary times a little easier for you. Oh, thanks, Chris. So from now till our next recording, mm-hmm. I want you to sleep with a teddy bear. Oh, oh nice. Night. Oh, that's beautiful. That's something we, we do a bit more when we're kids. And uh, oh, so yeah. we lose that part of ourselves when we grow older. But I want you to, to, to sleep with a teddy bear every night, Stu. I think you might enjoy that. Wow. Chris, I absolutely love you. And you know what? This I'm going to just say this because it's just so perfect. I have been kind of struggling recently, right? Because I mean, I so I do. I luckily am, am sort of in a share house. So I have some people that I can talk to, but um, I am I'm in a relationship of of sorts with someone who is very very far away, and and I can't get to. And I've been considering recently sleeping with a teddy bear to sort of simulate some sort of comfort. Really? And I've, I haven't done it yet because I'm like, oh, it's a bit childish. But you know what? You've just given me permission, and I'm very very excited about that. So thank you, Chris. That's, That's nice. going to be beautiful. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. So- Someone's gonna be happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. Just quickly, Chris. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna say, I know that what I've given you is such a fucking rough trot. All right, <laughs> I, re- I respect that, and I know that you're gonna give it your all, and I respect that even more. And to pay you back, I'm, I'm willing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a card. You oh. can, you can give me a punishment one next time. Oh, wow, interesting. If interesting. you want, I'll to. get. You thinking. don't have to. I'll get thinking. To. I mean, you don't have to, but you can. You know what the worst bit about this is going to be? It's going to ruin my YouTube algorithm. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Don't, yeah, no, it's fucked. It's ruined. fucked forever. Oh, man. Yeah, you can't one mess time, with those algorithms. They, Just, as soon as you mm-hmm. click on one thing, they're like, ah, oh, this, this person really, really loves conspiracy theories. It's like, no. Can, it'd be, be nice to have... because you've got you, Looking at something in incognito mode, and she's going to look at you and be like, what the fuck are you looking at? And you're going to be like, it's for YouTube! <laughs> <laughs> I wish that there was on mouse on on mice or mouses. I wish that there was rather than just a left click and a right click, there should be a third click, which is the ironic click. It's like I'm clicking on this, but please don't let it into the algorithm because I'm, yeah, I'm just true. ironically yeah, clicking be on a it. Third click, yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that is very exciting. So next episode, we've got uh, Chris making a furry persona. Uh, Dave's going to keep a dream journal and I am going to sleep with a teddy bear. Oh, it's going to be so nice. That's cute. Um, That's nice. Alrighty, guys. Uh, I actually just have one quick shout, shout out that I want to do for this week. Um, cool. If you head to Facebook oh, okay. and check out a page called Pluto Entertainment, um, they're doing a whole bunch of live streaming throughout this isolation period. Uh, and um, a mate of mine who's an excellent uh, fingerstyle guitarist, like kind of old, um, really, really cool style of playing guitar, uh, he did a, an Anzac Day performance. So if you check out Pluto Entertainment, you can check out JJ Yee. He did a set on Anzac Day, and it's, it's really good. Um, yeah, uh, it's not a paid spot. Nice. I just thought it was excellent. I just want to tell people about awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah. Right. I'm expecting to be paid, JJ, so... Yeah, J- JJ... Send us some of that sweet money. All that money you're making. Some of that skrill. Mm, some of that green. For the pool boys. It's, it's a donation to the arts. It's tax deductible, baby. Uh, yeah, baby. But it's the arts donating to us. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, that wraps up the show for this week. My name is Stu. My name's Chris. My name's Dave. And it's my turn this week. Can someone tell me to take it away? Stuart, uh, please take it away. Oh, with pleasure. <clears throat> bam, 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 bam. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Well got it. All right, thank you very much for listening. We are the Pool Boys, and we will see you next fortnight. Sploosh. Wait, do you guys see on Google today, There's a, there's a, you can play a game of cricket. Just so you should know that. Yeah. Glad we recorded that. <laughs>